I don't want them, I don't want to see them, and I sure as hell don't want to have to convince my kids yet again that we don't need some big, horrible, tacky, inflatable, fan-powered snow globe in the front yard. Yeah, of course I've seen it before. We have one. And so does our neighbor and their neighbor and their neighbor and their neighbor and their neighbor. Welcome to the Bitters Pill. We're in my garage. It's a day in class. Recording, you know, as usual, I'm in my garage. I'm under the flight path of Los Angeles International Airport. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Shut in. Failed actor. Former... You know, I, I I used to get out into the world. I used to hang out. I used to have peers. I used to go places, do things. Now I, I drive to and from school. Pretty much what I do, right? You know, I get up. You know how this goes. I get up. I get up. Uh, you know, make some breakfast, make some snack, make some lunch, put snacks and lunch into backpacks. Yell at the kids to hurry up. Yell at the kids to hurry up. Yell at the kids to hurry up. You know how that goes. Eventually, they get to school. I come home. I then I I start my 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 three or four hour long eating regimen. It's really the only way I can keep myself uh, awake and uh, from not just kicking and screaming all day long. Is I I apparently eat. I eat while I work. I eat while I. Uh, well, I don't eat while I fold clothes. I watch TV while I fold clothes. Or I walk around with my... I mean, is that how, is that when you watch... Uh, watch, listen to me. Oh, my gosh. Is that when you listen to this when you're walking around the house? Do you do what I do? Just not... I obviously don't walk around the house listening to this. The, holy gosh, how horrible would that be? Can you imagine? Can you imagine a podcast, uh, you know, moron like uh, like myself water, doing the dishes to my own voice? Oh, my God. It's bad enough. It's bad enough that I've got the one in there that I've got in there and then having two being piped in through earbuds? No, thank you. No, that's why I've got, you know, my podcast posse, my subscriptions. You know, that's what, you know, I stand at the sink listening to, you know, Young Junius or something. You know what I mean? Just like, please just take me, take me out of the fact that I am standing here again, washing dishes again. That's the great thing about when you're a kid, you don't realize how how often am I going to end up washing? Not, I mean, I'm not even a professional dishwasher. I am an amateur. Now, granted, I, I'm you know I'm a ranked amateur, but amateur dishwasher uh, all the time. Washing of the dishes, cleaning of the clothes, shopping of the food. Not sure. I, I you know I get my uh, surf the internet time, my wasted uh, stumbled upon time, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know how that goes. And then every once in a while, we get together and have these discussions. And uh, I, I know, you know, for some of you, I promised, um, well, for all of you, I guess, this is, uh, yeah, you know, for a month. All right, this, listen, I'm calling this one September. You understand? The the months, they they do slip away. So this is September. October doesn't begin until uh, yeah, tomorrow, let's say, even though it'll be the 5th. But you know what I'm saying. Listen, I've been very busy. You see... Halloween is here. Did you know that? Sure, sure, I'm saying these words on October 4th, 5th, whatever it is, but you know, you know Halloween is here. Now, actually, in the class household, Halloween has been here actually since 
about the 4th of September. Right around the time the kids go back to school, it's apparently Halloween. Now, it's still hotter than hell outside. It does not feel autumnal at all. Maybe, maybe the slightest sliver of autumnalness. See, in Los Angeles, we don't get big, obvious fall. We get very subtle, catch-it-if-you-can fall. There's a slight change in the angle of the sunlight, you know? Maybe every once in a while a jacket might be required, and then eventually uh, it gets uh, gloomy. But not like baggies were like, attention everyone, it is now fall. No, not, not like that. So on September 4th, my kids start campaigning to pull out the Halloween decorations. Camp full on assault. My wife and I vow to each other to put them off at least until October 1st. But, you know, the kids fall victim to the American way. And the American way, basically the American way, for those of you uh, living outside of the United States, or for those of you that are somehow blessed by uh, virtue of the fact that you still live with your mom and dad, or you uh, are married and your spouse is the only one that actually shops for anything. See, in, in American consumer culture, each holiday begins at the precise moment that the previous holiday ends. And in retail parlance, back to school is a holiday. But the moment back to school is over, the moment that they've completely given up the idea of selling quote-unquote back to school stuff, then it becomes Halloween. So Halloween starts on the 4th of September and goes till, you know, October, you know, whatever, let's say 29th. I'm not going to say 31st. Let's say 29th. And then a big truck pulls up to each place. Each, you know, corporate, uh, big conglomerate-owned uh, retail establishment, huge semi-tractor trailers pull up, and then it's, you know. Although, frankly, I guess that doesn't hold true, because at Costco, apparently, Costco, uh, the holidays actually begin on the end of the two preceding holidays. You go back to, you don't go back one so, like, for instance, when the kids went back to school, the semis pull up at Costco and dump out Christmas trees. Christmas trees in those big, fugly, inflatable ornaments that everyone now seems to have on their front yard. I don't want them. I don't want to see them. And I sure as hell don't want to have to convince my kids yet again that we don't need some big, horrible, tacky, inflatable, fan-powered snow globe in the front yard you really you really you think that's cute you really do a big 10 by 10 foot balloon on the lawn although maybe it would cover the dead patches in the grass i don't know maybe i should actually look into that but my, my, my point is because now now they've got it for halloween Big, basically big inflatable ornaments, except instead of Santa, it's a skeleton and he's inside a graveyard and it's not snow that's spinning around, it's uh, ashes. Halloween is the most bizarre holiday. I don't know, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, I'm not even sure what to think. Although, you know what? I love it. I love it. My kids love it. There's something about it. See, you know what it is maybe is that there's no... There's no religious guilt about it. And what I mean by that is, uh, at least from where we sit, where I sit, we're, 
we haven't taken what was formerly a purely religious thing and just turned it into a purely Hallmark thing. Halloween, I think, is always, it was a festival, you know, it was a feast. Hallow's Eve, wasn't it? Uh, you know, listen, the crops have come in. Everything's going to turn brown and die. It's going to be winter. And we, you know, listen, <laughs> we've harvested everything. Let's have a little hurrah. The work is done. And now we're going to then go indoors and shiver till uh, April. I mean, that's pretty much what Halloween is, isn't it? But then you get all that occult stuff in there with the dead people and all. I don't know. You know, maybe I'll look it up and next time I'll give a big dissertation on Halloween. Basically, I'll just read from Wikipedia. So So basically what happened, the kids had Friday off. Now, when we were kids, you and I, when you and I were kids, well, when you, when I was a kid, when I was a kid and you weren't, weren't even, uh, you know, a single celled organism, I don't remember. Okay, when I was a kid, way back when, and when you were a kid, maybe not so long ago, did you have um, days off because they were having a quote-unquote in-service day at the school? When did they come up with this little dream where the kids don't have school, but the teachers get to get work done? Is that only a private school thing? Because they used to do it at preschool. Now they do it here. Now they do it at the regular uh, private. What do you call it, school? You know, uh, K through eight. Yeah, the kids have uh, Friday off. Why? In, ser- in service. What does that even mean, in service? You know what that means? That means that the teachers get a stinking, you know, I don't know, would they go to school and just hang around like, ah, oh, boy, Bobby is just a talk, 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 talk. Did you have him like, you know what I mean? So I got to do something with the kids. Because as you probably know, my wife works here. We all work here. We're all just one big happy family. My wife works here. I work here. My kids go to school and then they, it seems like 10 seconds later, they come back here. Listen, I love my kids, but being gone from only about 8 to 2.30 is not long enough for me. It's just not. And then Friday, so Friday they have off. So my wife has the idea. It's a good idea. Listen, take the kids and just get some of this Halloween shopping done. Let them buy a few things, a few little silly tchotchkes to add to the collection. The fearful, cackling, uh, blood-dripping skull collection. You know, and I say, great, maybe I'll take them to lunch. We'll go some place that my wife would never go. So we go to Target. Now, you know I love Target, especially the Target that I go to because it's in Manhattan Beach. So it's very well stocked with MILFs, GILFs, you name it. It's, it's really well appointed in that way. For the, for the art of visual appreciation of the female gender, honestly, Manhattan Beach, Target, good to go. But as soon as we arrive there, uh, my daughter has to eat. Princess, of course, has to have a snack. And if you have kids, you know, listen, you want to argue with this? You really want to drag a kid, even if the kid is full of it, you don't want to drag a I say I'm hungry kid through Target and try to get them to not want to buy all the $55 Halloween crap. You want them to buy the $5 Halloween crap and not the 55 Now, obviously, you're not going to buy the but you don't want to hear about the $55 Halloween crap 
or the inflated uh, skeleton in a graveyard with the ashes swirling. You don't want, you know, okay? So you're going to get her a little snack. Well, luckily in Target, and I don't know, you know, I guess, I guess if I worked for a corporation and my job was to just kind of keep my job and come up with ways for the big shark to eat bigger fish all day long, every day, big fish, big fish, maybe I would have come up with this too. But in my Target, at least, there's a Starbucks. In, I mean, is this normal? I'm going to say it again because I, and maybe it, maybe, maybe it's now all targets. Do you even have target? You know, target, it's like uh, much cooler than Kmart, but essentially a Kmart, but it's target. Yeah. Inside the target, there's a Starbucks. Which I guess I should, you know, now that it only just dawned on me just now, like it shouldn't, I mean, it's not that weird because I remember, you know, speaking of Kmart, there I used to go to this crappy Kmart when we lived over on the other side of town. It was this crappy part of town and they had a big crappy Kmart, but I would go over there, you know, every once in a while you get cinder blocks or whatever you need. You need some socks or cinder blocks. You go over to Kmart and there was a Little Caesars pizza. And I guess maybe it's because Little Caesars pizza to me, forgive me. If you're the CEO of Little Caesars, you know, that's crap. I would never eat at Little Caesars, and I would never eat at Target. So whether it's Little Caesars and Target or not doesn't really matter, because I would never eat in Target, or excuse me, Kmart. I would never eat in Kmart, and I would never eat at Little Caesars, so null and void, right? But in the old days, when I first started going to Target, I would never eat in Target because, you know... Who needs a hot dog that's been spinning on one of those things like it's at a bad movie theater or what, you know, that, that whole thing? That was in the old days. But now, well, well, now there's a Starbucks. There's a Starbucks. Should there be a Starbucks in the Target? Just like, should there be in my local Home Depot a McDonald's? Because there is. Down the hill from me, right near, uh, you know, okay, down the thing, there's a big Home Depot. Now, that's where we go to get our Christmas trees, Feliz Navidad, that whole thing. Uh, McDonald's. Is that necessary? Can, can you have it next to? No. They, ref, they refurbish our uh, grocery store. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to move all the aisles. We're going to put down a new floor. It's going to be all torn up and screwy, and you're not going to be able to find anything for about six months. But wait till you see when it's done. You know what the big improvement was? There's now a coffee, tea, and bean leafery inside. Not next, not next, can't you build it next door or outside, take up part of the shipping dock or something? No, inside the grocery store is a bean tea and le- uh, bean place thing. Now, the only reason that that's that annoying because, okay, you know, I understand. You know what? Especially single women, they hate shopping by themselves and looking single like on a Sunday. If you go into Ralph's on a Sunday, that's the grocery store Ralph's. You go into Ralph's on a Sunday morning, let's say, if there are any unmarried women in there, they've got a cup of coffee because it's like having a friend with them to chit chat with. And that I understand. But the weird thing is, so inside Ralph's, there's a coffee bean and tea leaf place 
I'm getting closer to the name. I'll get it. But I, uh, across the parking lot, not even across the parking lot, across the like little slender section of the parking lot is a, is a Starbucks that had been there before. And now, and I'm not joking, across the street is a Starbucks. Like, you know that joke in uh, Waiting for Guffman? Is it Waiting for Guffman? No, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Best in Show, the Christopher Guest movie. There's there's a gag that they do where the the um, a couple of the characters, this the yuppie characters, the yuppie straight couple, psychotic yuppies, right? And they make this gag about how they met, and they go, "Oh, you know, I was, uh, we met. I was at Starbucks, and um, he was at the Starbucks also. Well, actually, he was at the Starbucks, but the one across the street." From the one, and you, you know, you kind of laugh, haha. Or like in Shrek. Like in Shrek, I think there's even the same kind of gag where, you know, all the uh, medieval townspeople run out of uh, ye old Starbucks, whatever it's called, and run across the street to the other Starbucks. Ha ha ha. No, it, that's really what it's like in my town. You can walk, you can leave Starbucks, go by, go, you go from Starbucks, you walk past the Blockbuster, cross the street, Take a right and right there, right in the corner where Bed Bath & Beyond is, Starbucks. At least the Starbucks across the street is not in the Bed Bath & Beyond. So, you know, we're at Target. And... We're looking at all the Halloween stuff and there, you know, there's just an endless supply of novelty crap and some kind of groovy stuff. But you know what? How much, how much do you really want to spend on Halloween decorations? I mean, shouldn't we be at home carving something out of styrofoam with a butter knife or something? I mean, isn't that really what we should be doing? Shouldn't I just get some gray spray paint and some styrofoam? We make some tombstones and figure out a way to prop them up or whatever. So the kids are picking, you know, they're picking out stuff and I'm really kind of trying to steer them away from anything the least bit expensive. And they they do, they kind of get it after a while. Like dad is just, <laughs> there's no way. And they're like, I, they're, listen, they're very cool about it. Because clearly dad is going to go for the little teeny gargoyles, but not the six foot tall robotic witch with steaming cauldron. Okay. Now what really bums me out is, um, uh, Manhattan Beach milfs with uh, annoying voices. There's something about there's something about first first of all you know I, I I don't like to be around rich people really, and really unless it's like t- to at a distance kind of ogle their wives or whatever. Honestly, I don't want to deal with them for the most part. Um, I'm uh, I'm angered by them out of I'm sure just pure jealous rage. But also just, um, you know, I'm not a kept man. My wife is not a kept woman. I, I have this, it's just a thing. But it's really a bad thing when you have a really loud, annoying voice. I don't need to hear you talk to your stupid boys about all the stupid crap you're going to get for your stupid house. I don't care. Shut up. Can't you lower your voice? Can't you have a private conversation? Why are you talking to the cheap seats when you're in Target? And there aren't that many people in here. It's a Friday Apparently not everybody has an in-service day today. Could you just, seriously, a dull roar? 
You're not actually, honestly, the most fascinating person in the world. Now, the only thing more annoying than that is when there's uh, someone in there who is clearly the absolute scientifically perfected epitome of hipster hotness. But she always makes sure she has her face buried in like the Converse shoe rack or something. Come on, someone's trying to check you out. Just turn, give us a turn, pretend I'm a paparazzi, just give me a little quick something and then we'll all move on. So, um, you know, we got our stuff. We got a couple gargoyles. We got some, uh, you know, you got to get some, uh, you know, that bad spider web stuff. You know that spider web stuff that I'm sure if you took 30 hours meticulously pull it apart and place it around your home it would look really cool and creepy like actual spider webs but really you get home and you take about 10 seconds it looks more like uh, snow we got some of that and we got this very cool candy dish that we've already named uh, Cousin It and basically it's a candy dish with a hand in it <laughs> and when you uh, we're so evil but um, when you Put, so you put candy in it, and then when the kid grabs for the candy, the hand goes, ah, and grabs the kid's hand, and it says something funny. And we're all, you, you cannot believe how anxious we are to traumatize the hell out of all the kids in the neighborhood with this stupid candy dish. Now, granted, because we bought it at a major corporate, you know, whatever, everybody in the block is like, oh, God, you've got the Cousin It Bowl. Yeah, of course I've seen it before. We have one. And so does our neighbor, and their neighbor, and their neighbor, and their neighbor, and their neighbor. And all the teachers, they played hooky on in-service day. They all bought one, too. So you're not really surprising anyone. And why is there snow on your trees? So then we decided to go to In-N-Out uh, for lunch. Now, In-N-Out, you know, it's a Southern California thing. It's, you know, relatively well-prepared fast food. They really cut actual potatoes into the shape of French fries and they uh, deep, you know, deep six them. And uh, they make actual beef patties and it's, you know, they make it right then and it's fresh and everything. So f as far as fast food goes, you know, it works. And it's called In-N-Out because uh, apparently you can get uh, in, in and out So we go into In-N-Out. Now, you don't go through the drive-thru because in all seriousness, the drive-thru is so busy. And it's at every location, but ours is particularly bad. I don't know if it's our proximity to the airport. I don't know what it is. They literally, you know, on a drive-thru, they have the window that you end up at, the, or two windows, rather, and then uh, typically you've gone around the building, maybe, and there's a squawk box that you yell into. Okay, they gave up using the squawk box three years ago, because there's never so few people that that would work out for them. They literally had to cordon off most of the parking lot to create a line for the drive-thru that goes out and into the road. This is through through in and outs parking lot, and then they had to get, you know, like the thumbs up from the big parking garage next to it. It goes all the way down there and into the street, and they have to have kids standing way out, almost in the street, with these wireless uh, order-taking computers. And you sit in your car for 25 minutes. So we decided we were going to go in. We go in. There's no one in line. 
There are a bunch of people, trust me, there are a bunch of people waiting for their food, but there's no one in line. And I was kind of panicky because by now it's about one o'clock in the afternoon. Everyone's going to be there for lunch. If there's no one in line, I walk right up. Thank you very much. We want two of those and one of those and three of those and a couple of those and three of those and one of those. And then, okay. Great. Your order, your order number 62. Fantastic. We go. The kids find a booth. We slip right into this booth. It was perfect. Like, this is all working out. This could have been a traumatizing In-N-Out Burger experience, but it's not. We ordered in no time flat. I didn't have to put up with Princess T while we were standing in line forever. We didn't have to panic or freak out or whine or carry on. No one had to moan or groan about finding a seat. This is fantastic. We sit down and they call. And guess what number they're on? 24. They're on number 24, and we have number 64. And they're not counting by fives, obviously. They're not counting by fours, threes, twos. No, 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 no. They are filling 40 orders. Before hours. Thank God I got the kids lemonade. So what we did, see, because I don't want to, it's partly because I don't want to spend the money, but really what it is, is I feel, you know, when I go, if I were to go to Target, and uh, we bought a bunch of stuff, really a, a lot of stuff. And I dropped some serious coin, a couple Hyundai. Let's say I drop a couple hundred bucks in Target, buy the kids really cool, big, awesome stuff that they want. And we bring it all home and we set it up or whatever. I mean, when they're 25 or 30 or whatever, they're going to look back on that and go, wow, remember that day? That dad, remember that day that uh, we filled the card and dad swiped his credit card? Oh man, that was great, right? I don't see that, I, I, that doesn't seem plausible to me. What I would like them to remember is, wow, remember when we came up with that really weird idea for a Halloween decoration and we made the thing or whatever? So basically, so Hudson and I and, and Princess T have been scheming. Because we wanted to make something, something creepy or smoky or foggy or scary. Now, last year, H and I recorded scary sounds. You know, he recorded some demonic, uh, maniacal laughing and talking. Welcome to our house. You will not uh, ever leave, you know, stuff like that. And I'd slow it down and echo it. It sounded really creepy. And we'd, he'd say something like, welcome. And then, you know, thunder would bolt down. And it would scare the heck out of the kid. They loved it. And we put speakers out, right, the whole thing. So this year we wanted to ramp it up. And we wanted to create something. So H and I got it in our heads that we wanted to get some dry ice. Because if you get dry ice and you put it in water, it bubbles and it fizzes and it uh, makes steam. This kind of smoky fog steam. How cool would this be? And then maybe we can, I don't know, get the steam to go all over the grass and it'll look, maybe we'll get some tombstones. We'll make some tombstones. It'll look like a graveyard and it'll look all creepy and everything. And people will come up and they'll be like, ooh, how creepy. It's so foggy. Look how foggy it is. Again, because I'd rather do that 
then buy the uh, 50 buck, you know, fog machine with uh, fog oil at Halloween's R Us. So at, over burgers at In-N-Out, I say, hey, kids, you know, we could go to Ralph's because they sell now dry ice. <gasps> yeah. Because we want to do some experiments. Listen, we got we got two, three weeks. We'll do some experiments. We'll see what we can pull off with this stupid dry ice, right? So let's go to, yeah, let's do it. Let's get some dry ice. Okay, but listen, you guys, dry ice is dangerous. I don't even know what it's made out of, but it's super frozen. Do you understand? Yeah, Dad, we understand. Now listen, it's some sort of chemical. It's not water. It's some sort of weird thing that's frozen. It's so frozen that if you touch it, it will burn you. I know that sounds crazy, but listen, this is serious. Do you understand? Yeah, Dad, we understand. Okay. So we can only touch it with gloves on or a tool, you know, like a tongs, something like that. Maybe pick it up with a shovel. Do you understand? Because if you touch it, you will be burned. Do you, my children, understand me? Yeah, dad. Let's get some dry ice. So we go, we get some dry ice. They put it in the plastic bags and I'm carrying the bags at arm's length. The kids, I'm shielding them. I'm pushing the, they have to be on the other side of me. I'm walking around with my dry ice and it's steaming in the parking lot of Ralph's as we walk past, out of Ralph's, past the TB and the leafery and over towards the Starbucks. We get in the car and we drive home. We got dry ice. So we get out the hammer and the goggles. We got safety glasses and we got a chisel thing. Well, it's a screwdriver, but still we got the hammer and the screwdriver and we got a bucket, brand new bucket. I just bought it last week at Home Depot. We're going to put some water in it and we're going to put some chunks of dry ice and see what happens. So we get the chunk, we put it in the bucket and it starts to bubble and fuzz and fizz and do its old thing. And it makes this foggy stuff. And if the bucket fills, fills, fills exactly what we want the front yard to do it's exactly perfectly perfectly perfect oh my gosh it's full of fog and the fog rises up rises up and it breaches the top of the bucket and then it spills over the bucket top and completely disappears instantly but it's bubbling, it's bubbling, it's bubbling, and it continues, continues to make this fog, and the fog keeps filling the bucket, and it keeps breaching the top of the bucket, and it keeps disappearing immediately. So it's fun, and it's cool, because it's bubbling, and it's dangerous, and it's making the water go all crazy, and the bubbles, if you're looking down, if you blow on the fog, and the fog goes away, you can see the bubbles coming out of the, the bucket. They come off the dry ice, and the bubbles are full of fog, and then they burst, and then there's fog, and the fog fills the bubble, and it goes away. Well, we don't know what we can do with this. We sure can't fill the front yard with this crap. This is not, this is going to get us nowhere. But I don't want to, and he doesn't want to. She do, we do not want to buy the fog machine. We want to make, we want to figure this out. We don't care. And if we can't figure it out, at least we can continue to put dry ice into water buckets and watch it all day long which is what we do. We've got our glasses on or our, uh, you know, safety goggles. I've got my glasses. We've got our gloves. Everybody's got gloves. Everybody's being super careful. 
We're actually carrying the dry ice around the backyard because we're trying it here and where there's less wind. We're over in the front of the house where it would actually end up. We're doing this. We're doing that. And then H and I fashion this thing. We we take three or four of these empty seltzer bottles and we cut the ends off. So we made kind of like a tube because this is what we want to make. I'm going to tell you right now. We want to make a dragon. Like a smoky fire dragon. And basically all we're going to do is take some, and we haven't researched this, by the way, at all. We want to get some kind of big piping that will be tall and then put some kind of curve in it with another piece. Because, see, we want to use dry ice, but we don't want to just leave buckets of dry ice around because then kids will go, hey, what's making that? And they'll reach down and grab the dry ice and burn themselves. Lawsuit. Okay, no. So we had this idea over uh, double meat uh, in and out that, if we create this dragon thing out of a big pipe within a big curve in it in the top, we can fill the bottom with water, but no one could ever stick their arm down there far enough to reach the water or the dry ice. And then so hopefully, look, the, the, the fog will not spill out of the dragon mouth and then fill the porch. But we're thinking it'll fill the dragon and spill out of his mouth, and that'll be cool enough. Because we will have made it. Right? We will have made it. Ourselves, with our hands. We would have gone to Home Depot, we would have gone to the craft store, we would have bought the pipes, and we would have bought some eyes, we would have made some eyes and painted it green. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll paint it fluorescent green. Ooh. Maybe we'll paint it fluorescent green, and then we'll get a black light or two, and we'll shine it on that so it'll shine, and it'll have eyes, and it'll have smoke, and we'll just keep putting dry ice in there. Okay, great. And so we get our seltzer bottles, and we duct tape them together, and we put some water and dry ice in there, and it, it fills the long tube, and then it comes pouring out the spout, and we're like, yes, this is what we're going to do. This is great. Well, there's only so long that... Uh, I can essentially do the same experiment over and over and over. See, apparently if you take dry ice and put it in water, it makes fog over and over and over. But now we don't have time to go to Home Depot and get the pieces for the dragon. So we've kind of just hit a brick wall, but not for kids. See, kids can put dry ice in water all day long, all day long, all day long. But at least they're being—they're wearing the gloves. They're being safe. They've got their goggles on. They're being safe. Everything's cool. They're being safe. We have this extra. This is gonna sound weird. We have this spare uh, fish tank that uh, we brought out to the backyard, and they filled that with water, and that was kind of cool because you could see the dry ice from the side underwater, and it's bubbling, it's doing its thing, and it's all—it's like a mad scientist laboratory. It's all uh, great, except you know what? I, I'm done. I'm done because I haven't gotten any work done today. I haven't had a time to myself. There's dishes in the sink. I don't know what we're making for dinner. All my dad duties have been neglected other than distracting the kids from the fact that they don't have school. So eventually I was like, you know what, H, buddy, I I, I can't take it anymore. Um, We got to wrap this up. Tell you what, that's the last piece, okay? To put in the water, we'll save the other, that's the end of it anyway, the first big one we got, and we got the other big piece, the brick, the pound, whatever it is. We'll save that for another day, okay? Okay, Dad. All right, I'm going to go in the house for just a second. I want to talk to your mom for a second. I'm going to check email. I'll be out in a second. 
And then uh, we got to get you guys uh, on to something else. Okay. Ouch. I sprint through our tiny zigzag of a house. Which means zigging here, zagging through the bathroom slash little hallway where I dropped my phone in the toilet and out the back door. What happened? Nothing. Hudson. Well, it, it kind of, it kind of touched me, maybe. It maybe, maybe, you know, it maybe touched me just a tiny bit, but I'm okay. But I'm okay. Did it touch you or did it kind of, did maybe, how is this maybe? You said ouch. Okay, I was in the house, I you said ouch. And now you're standing uh, next to a tank of water with a big hunk of dry ice in it with a weird kind of sheepish, pained look on your face. Did it touch your hand or not? Yes. Well, how did it happen to touch your hand? Well, uh, uh, I was kind of trying to take it out of the the fish tank. (laughs) Now, this is after hours of warnings. Hours. I didn't even let him get his gloves wet because they're cloth and I didn't want him picking up and handling dry ice with wet gloves in case the cold would seep through the wetness instantly. Well, I guess he got it in his head that if he took one of the pieces that we'd cut off one of the seltzer bottles and dipped it in there, he could kind of scoop up the dry ice, which I think he succeeded in doing, but uh, yeah, and it did whack his uh, palm. And I was just, you know, I, I was furious. I, I didn't get on him too much, but I was furious. But if you spend too much time with the kids, you can just get so furious. And so today was the day that, you know, mom and the kids dragged out all the big orange box of decorations. While I was away. While I was out. I was out and they drag all the stuff out and then I get back and then apparently I got to sort it all out and hang it all up. And the kids have very definite ideas about where they do or do not want this or that. And we've got pumpkin lights, short pumpkin lights, tall pumpkin lights, eyeball lights, a spider web. The spider web can't be hung up until we have the fishing line. We don't know where the fishing line is. It becomes this hour long thing. And I keep trying to get the kids to focus on the task, but they want to do the next thing. And then they want to do the next thing. And then they want to do the next thing. And they don't want to focus on what we're doing. They just want to do the next thing. But here, I'm the guy. I got to get something done here because the porch is covered in crap. Orange and black colored junk is everywhere. And I can't get the kids to focus. Especially H, who, you know, every once in a while, he'll dial in and then want to do this, 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 and he'll crack the whip on me. And then he'll just zone out. But he has these very specific ideas about where this should or shouldn't go and that shouldn't... And I'm just... My blood is boiling at a certain part. Uh, everybody, we got to get something accomplished. And then we got to shove all this stuff back in the orange bucket because I got to tell you, I got to take a break. You guys need to go in the house and watch a movie or something because you're driving me nuts. You're, you're cracking the whip on me to do something that is four chores from now.
Okay, so we do this, we do this. And then we go in the house. And I try to take a chill pill, but I just, you know, these holidays are for the kids, and I know they're for the kids. And I, So then you try to make them for the kids. But you still have to kind of put your parent thing on there. Because it can't completely be for the kids, or the neighbors will have you arrested. Because your house will look like uh, it was decorated by a, a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. And they don't really want that. They want your house to look actually like it was decorated by an adult. And frankly, you want your house to look... Basically, you know what? The neighbors maybe don't even care. You don't want the neighbors to think that you're psychotic. Or at least I don't want my neighbors to know I'm psychotic. Let's put it that way. So I want to at least, you know, I mean, you know, the eyeballs can be hanging. That's that's fine. Can we just, you know, whatever. But I find myself, these holidays, they're all the same. And Christmas will be the same. Part of me loves it and uh, needs it. And part of me dreads it because of the decorating, the gifting, and the shopping, and the thising, and the thatting. Because it's all, you know, it's kind of for the kids, but the kids don't focus. And the kids always want to do what you're not doing. And it, it, you know, it's what wore me down. And they're watching some movie now. And I'm going around cleaning up, cleaning up the staple guns that we left outside and the big orange bucket thing that we put all the crap in and the big lumps of snow looking spider webs. And I don't even know, I don't even know why it came to mind. I think it was because my wacky neighbor came over. You know, my wacky neighbor's single. He's probably 52. He's single. He desperately just wants uh, someone to pop out, pop out a couple of pups for him. And he's wacky. He's my wacky neighbor. And he came over and he, he's got the, he, now he's got a cyber girl friend in Boston. And every time we go outside, he's got to come out and, and, and tap dance for the kids. Well, he gets it in his head that he wants to call this cyber girlfriend in Boston so she can chat with my kids. Because... Princess T's saying something funny that she she's quoting a movie or whatever, and he thinks it's funny, so he wants to call Boston, and H is like, Dad, no, this is not happening. But Wacky Neighbor gets on the phone, and he, he's telling her, the girlfriend, the cyber girl, my kid's ages, and he gets it a little wrong, and Hudson's like, dude, nine and five, nine and five. And it's, I, maybe it was just something about uh, him saying it that way my baby boy is nine years old coming quickly up on ten right now he's nine and a half and like uh, you know I, I don't even know what to liken it to but it was a punch in the face because something in my brain went nine plus nine is 18. Nine and a half plus nine and a half is 19. His time with you is halfway gone. You only have another nine or ten years with him here. 
and he will be his own. And there will be no more arguing on the porch about where to hang the eyeballs. There'll be no more grousing about the spider webs and which pumpkin lights should go on which tree, the tall ones or the short ones. There will be no more harassing him for not paying attention and not staying focused and changing his mind and arguing with his sister. It'll be gone. That as of right now, he has spent more time in my house than he will spend time in my house. I have never feared missing someone more in my life. That's what adolescence is for. <laughs> you realize that, don't you? I, I pray in a weird sort of way that that's what adolescence is for. To cure you of this fear and this feeling, that separation that, you know, from 13, 12, maybe, maybe it'll start any day now for all I know. These days, adolescents could start at 10 where they just start ripping themselves from you anyway. So by the time it's time for them to go, you just want them to get out. Maybe it's over already. And I don't even know it. Just feeling like this scares me. So I got nine and a half years. It's going to get ugly, I know, I know. But then I won't see him anymore. Not really. And I know it's this fear that it's crippling kids these days. Their parents won't let go. Their parents raise them so they can't be let go of, you know. And I don't want that for my son. I want him to be a man. I, I want him to be independent. I want him to love me but not need me. I want him to come back to me as a man, not as a boy. But man, it's going to It's going to hurt, and I'm going to be so proud of him. Nine and a half years.
The Bitterest Pill is produced by Jacket Media. JacketMedia.com, makers of fine podcasts since 2004.